0: All right, welcome, welcome, welcome folks. Welcome to today's podcast. My name is Steve Yoss. Welcome back to the office, everybody. This is turbocharging Your Organizational Reporting with MyDBR part two. In today's podcast, we are going to be exploring further the MyDBR functionality and its incredible tools and features for organizational reporting. It's astounding the different things and use cases that you can use with this incredible tool. Uh, This tool could be used for doing everything from simple ledger reports that outline listing of sales, listing of upcoming appointments, listing of employees, and more, to complicated financial statements, dashboards, and really kind of everything in between. My guest today, I am joined by Seppo Larkinson who is the founder and principal developer uh, for the last 14 plus years with MyDBR. Uh, and he will be discussing from his perspective, some of the incredible things that this tool can potentially use and be, uh, be uh, used for. And so we're going to get started here just in a minute, and I'll, I'll give an introduction to him just here in a second. Uh, but stay tuned. We've got so much incredible uh, resources and uh, knowledge coming your way with respect to MyDBR. Now, before we get started, I just want to quickly advise the folks who are attending live today how they can receive their credits for CPE, as well as those of you who might be watching after the fact who might be looking to get credit for watching or listening to today's uh, podcast. Well, good news is, after watching or listening to today, you can earn credits for uh, learning about my DBR. For those of you who are attending live, there will be attendance prompts approximately every 12 to 20 minutes or so. There'll be about four uh, for this class. The first one's popping up right now, so feel free to go ahead and respond. When the prompt comes up, please choose a response. Doesn't matter what you choose. As long as you choose something, that will confirm your attendance. Uh, Prompts might not be announced, so please keep an eye out for them when they pop up. Now, as long as you have responded to 75% of these prompts, you will receive your uh, completion certificate for uh, full credit for today's class. Uh, be delivered by email. It will come most likely later today, but it could come up to two days after this event. If you have any issues, please visit cpetoday.com uh, if you have any questions or issues with your certificate. At the conclusion of our e- course today, there will be an evaluation. If you could plan on sticking around for a couple of minutes after the end of the class and let us know what you thought of today's course, please uh, go ahead and do so. We'd love to know what you think. Your feedback is important so that we can continue to develop outstanding content that you yourself want to learn. And we are here live. So please, if you have any questions about reporting or how MyDBR works, we are with the the legend himself today who put this together. This is a great time to be able to ask questions. Uh, We're happy to explain things more than once, show another example. And if you have any experience with MyDBR, I'd love to know that as well. Please use the Q&A functionality or uh, the chat box to let us know if you have any questions or need assistance with anything. Now, for those of you who are attending after the fact that are watching for self-study, if you're watching or listening to our podcast, which again, this comes out twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific, uh, you also can earn credit for today's class. However, it will be a self-study course. H- after watching or listening, head on over to cpetoday.com and use course code DBR2, DBR2, and you'll complete a short five-question quiz and you will earn a credit for today's class. Okay, And if you're watching live or, or watching after the fact, uh, and you're a new listener to the CPE Today podcast, thank you so much for being here. Why don't you have a free credit on us? Use one free podcast at checkout, which is a coupon code. You can earn a free credit of whatever course you'd like, whether it's this course or something else. But one free podcast at checkout, and you can pick a class of whatever you'd like. All right. Once again, as I mentioned, we are joined today by Seppo uh, Lakasun, who is the principal developer and founder of MyDBR. Uh, Seppo, if you're there, why don't you go ahead and you could turn on your camera and join us here today Uh, and come ahead and say hello. Uh, Seppo, previous to MyDBR, has been involved on several different software applications and products over the years. This is just the latest of his efforts. He's been involved in many, many different things, uh, building different products. Uh, Seppo is based in Finland, uh, and besides building incredible software for reporting, he's also an avid goffler and devoted family man. Seppo, thank you so much
1: for being here. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today, sir? Uh, Just fine, and thank you for the invitation. Always a pleasure to talking with you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We
0: appreciate that. Uh, I'm not sure. Is Alicia is, or Seppo, is your camera on? I'm not sure. I'm not seeing you on my screen. It is. Oh, perfect. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's go ahead and get right into it and uh, start talking about MyDBR. And I want to point out to our audience, this is actually the second episode of this series, our first episode, uh, which you can watch for free at cpetoday.com. We go over some of the technical details of getting started with MyDBR. DVR. And just for those of you who might be joining us, uh, who haven't witnessed this before, MightyBR is a reporting solution that you can use to produce again any type of report you might need for your for your business, uh, whether it be ledger-based reports, dashboards, and more. Seppo, from why don't you go ahead and tell us from your perspective uh, some of the the let's just say some of the main compelling reasons why uh, an audience member here might want to consider MightyBR for their organization.
1: Uh, <clears throat> the the motivation of developing my DBA was was coming from the fact that i was a developer and then a end user mm-hmm. for the reports for for many years and i never found a tool that was was fitting the needs meaning meaning that you should be able to write reports in a very fast way meaning that you don't spend days developing the reports but instead of you you may spend spend hours or just minutes to create the reports and that's that was sort of a motivation. How do we get a reporting system yeah. that that is fun to do, fun to create reports, not not a pain as 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 it used to be. Yeah,
0: I, I I totally agree with you, man. I um I, I've always viewed like uh, writing SQL reports like a big puzzle and I love puzzles. And it, there's just something about creating a really killer report that makes it feel like you put that puzzle pieces together to paint this beautiful picture. So,
1: yeah. And the end users will get the benefits, not spending that much time or or money on the reports.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, from my perspective, man, the, the speed, you nailed it. I think the speed is really the killer feature of this. Um, you know, for those of you who, who haven't worked with this solution before, uh, but maybe you have worked with other products and, sol- and tools, whether it be like, for example, Power BI, or, you know, even, um, you know, something like uh, Tableau or, or uh, dare I say crystal reports, you know, it takes forever to write reports and you have to think about all the styling and the layout and the, and I mean, it's just it's so slow. I mean, I just think what you've done here in terms of being able to produce something where I can have an idea and turn it into an actionable report for my company in minutes. I mean, there's nothing faster in my mind. Do something where I can have an, idea. uh, so I think that's really kind of cool. Um, so you know, one of the other cool things I really like about this, uh, Seppo is the fact that I mean, maybe you could speak to this a little bit. The fact that this tool doesn't have to replace the other things that you're doing inside of your business. You know, that it's no, it, 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 it,
1: it is an addition. So if you have an ERP solution or or financial solution, my DBR will sit sit beside it and just get the data out from the out from the systems and, and you can create you can use the data to create reports for you. So Nothing will change in your, in your systems. Might MyDB just reads the data.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I know it can do more than just read the data too, which we'll talk about a little bit later on here. But to me, when I was first getting started with, with and looking at, I had this need to do it. I had a client that was switching systems and I had the need to write like a hundred plus reports to cover every aspect of their business. Uh, and I was like, man, I don't really have to build something into this application. I just need something that sits next to this that just reads the data. And I mean, it just clicked. I mean, I was like, this is perfect. This is exactly what I want it to be. Uh, and, you know, I've got to say, too, you know, in terms of the tool, what I'm looking for products and solutions, I always want something that I know is going to be rock solid reliability, uh, not only from the, the software itself, but then also the team behind it. I, I've said this before. I actually said several times in our last podcast, out of all the products and solutions I've worked with, I, I feel like the one I never, ever have to worry about is is my DBR. I mean, it just it, it just runs. I mean, it's a workhorse.
1: Um, we try to make the product so that that you don't have to worry about maintenance or stuff like that it has an auto auto update feature so you can when a new release comes you just click a button and it will update and off you go
0: yep yep i uh i remember you and i were corresponding by email early on when i was working with my dbr and i asked you like well you know how do i update the solution what if it doesn't update correctly and you're like Don't worry. It will. And I was like, well, what if it doesn't? You're like, trust me on this. And I mean, I've seen other products that update that blow up and and cause issues, but you were right. I mean, you were right. It's, it just perfectly updates every single time. You know, I don't have to worry about whether or not this solution is going to run or operate. It just, it just keeps going on. Uh, Well, very cool. Um, You know, I think one of the best ways of understanding your product is kind of not necessarily comparing it, but just understanding where other products Maybe aren't as uh, as good, um, and understanding essentially some of the defining features of my DBR that, uh, in the context of what uh, other solutions don't get right, um, Seppo, maybe you could talk to some of the things that you've seen with the other products in the market where you maybe wanted to fix those issues or um, resolve those issues in in what you built with my DBR.
1: Well, uh, depending, of course, on the on the product, but. Quite often, reporting systems have their own setup where you set up a, set up uh, the reporting system, extract data into their own whatever database or format, yeah, and transform data, transform data here and there, and then you develop reports by perhaps painting layouts or creating layouts and formatting stuff and. All those things that don't need to be there because all those can be automated. You don't have to do that. And then they might have their own syntax or system that you have to learn. My DBI is all SQL. You don't really need to know anything else.
0: Yep. Yep. I, I, that's one of the things I love about the product is the fact that it it you've taken a lot of the stuff that i think takes a tremendous amount of time and accountants um, are notorious for you know let's say you get a 5 hour project you're going to spend 1 hour on your data and 4 hours making it look the way you want you know i mean it, that's it, it's excels a, a, is a double edged sword i mean it's got a lot of features and customization and formatting options as does mighty b r but like there's nobody telling you how like what the default should be i love the fact that with mighty b r you've taken a lot of that guesswork out, you know, and and the default reports just coming out look good on their own. I I haven't had the, I haven't personally found the need to, to customize except for those very specific use cases, like an invoice or a uh, income statement to get it to look a specific way. Cause nine times out of 10, the default format looks good enough.
1: Yeah. And you can always do that if you, if you need.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's as complex as you need it to be. I mean, it's a, it's a well that is a thousand feet deep. Uh, but if you're fine, just drink it off the top of that well. I mean, you're you're good right then and there., uh, you know maybe you could speak to just just you know kind of the uh, the let's just say, for example, uh, what how how quickly you think you can get up and running with an actual report? like uh, just just something like a simple select statement. what do you what do you think you could do that in?
1: Well, starting starting from scratch, so you don't you don't you don't have anything. You don't yeah. even have my installed. Yeah. You well, you probably install my DB in, in well, 20 minutes.
0: Sure. Sure. Or,
1: or faster if you have template. If you if you know I know you have you have done ready made installations that probably will go faster.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: And then then writing the first reports is, is just a couple of minutes away. So So it's, you can get the results, let's say in the, in, in first hour, you got your first reports.
0: Yep. Yep. And then I'm going to point out, Seppo, with respect to that, it's, uh, it's not just your time. It's also the time of the users. One of the things that I think.
1: Exactly, Exactly. That's, that's, that's the most important point.
0: Yep. Yeah. I don't mind if it takes more time on my part, but the CEO, the controller, the CFO, the manager, like. I mean, it's got to work because if it doesn't work, I mean, they're just going to kill it. I mean, they're just not going to—they're not going to use this yeah, and the solution. and
1: that—that and that comes to the report of uh, report development as well because quite often the the writing the report is an iterative process, meaning that yes, you create the first version, the end user sees it, and then he knows, okay, can can we add this or can we do that? And I'd like to see this figure here and. So it's an iterative process meaning meaning that it takes a couple of rounds to to complete the report and all that time is valuable for the end user meaning that if the report 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 writing takes takes like days you have to come back to the same subject in yeah. every three days or every four days and uh, you just can't afford you can't afford the time or the money to do the development meaning that you will get less than optimal reports. With my DBR, the turnaround time is so fast that you can basically sit with the client and just report.
0: Yep. I've done that so many times, you know, whether it be in person or just over Zoom, like, all right, let me just bring it up. Okay. You want this to be in this order. Okay. You want to do a reverse order on this and then group it by that, or, oh, you want a subtotal. Okay. Well, let me just add that down here. Okay. You don't want to call it a total. You want to call it like a, whatever else you might need. I mean, uh, once you kind of have, like, I think of my EBR as being like a, a palette of uh, colors, like for a painter. You know, it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to use this, 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 and I could spit that out so quick and paint that picture so quickly for yeah. The speed, speed, my is
1: the, speed is the, uh, the development. The turnaround time is is the key for the, yeah. for successful reports, and that's 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 the aim for us.
0: Yep. Yeah, and I think you've done that so so very very well. All right, folks, well, let's go ahead and have our first review question of the day. And kind of in the line with what we've talked about thus far, what are the biggest stumbling blocks for reporting projects? So we've got that polling question up here. If you just want to go ahead and respond, takes too much time to build reports, application licensing can be expensive, difficult to set up and learn, or all of the above. Seppo, what do you think the answer is here?
1: Oh. Probably the, all all of
0: the above. Yeah, no, I, I get it, man. I get it. And we'll, we'll talk about a little licensing here in just a minute. Um, but, uh, you know, once you kind of get this thing up and running, man, I mean, it's just just hums. It just keeps, it just keeps going and, and working on behalf of the user. But it doesn't take long to create reports. Um, you know, the licensing is pretty simple and easy. I mean, I think of something like Power BI or Tableau. I mean, you could be in it thousands of dollars for your organization, depending on the side, before you see one report written. You know, uh, we'll talk about the licensing in a little bit, but the licensing that you offer, I mean, you could be up and running here with the community edition. And as you mentioned, 20 minutes, you know, so maybe why don't you go ahead and shed some light, just a little bit on who and where my DBR, who's using it, where is it being used, what type of products, uh, solutions, companies, you know, industries you th- are that you're seeing that are using this, this tool.
1: We started working on the on the MyDBI in, in 2000, 2007. So it's, it's been a long time. Yeah. A long time. And we were a bit early early on the development because, well, technology was not, well, it's, it's, it's in the early infancy. And at that time, we had Internet Explorer because MyDBI is a web based <laughs> solution. So we had things yes. like Internet Explorer 6 and, and other things. So it was not, not that mature, but, but the idea was there. And we've grown since. MyDBS is used in over 120 countries, mainly U.S., Europe, India are the most most the biggest one. And yeah, the user base user base is pretty much anything from individual users to consulting companies, individual companies, big Fortune 500 companies, and well, pretty much everything in between. And the number of users using this single systems can uh, again vary from one one user to ten ten thousand users. And we probably don't even know all the all the users, all the all the setups how they run.
0: Sure. Sure. I, I you know, I I I I want to point out to the audience that's listening here, especially anybody which you absolutely should be concerned with privacy and security. Uh my DBR runs a hundred percent on your infrastructure, it's not a cloud product, it's not a SaaS offering. Um, you know, it's not running in in their infrastructure. When you download this and you install this, you have 100% control over your data, uh, where it's being used, how it's being used, who has access to it, when it's updated. I mean, it's, it's a it's a standalone solution that's intended to run on a server, but it's not their server. Um, you know, Sepo, maybe we don't, this is we a good time see, to mention- we don't
1: And we don't, we don't even want to see the data.
0: Yeah, that's that, I'd love for you to kind of expand on that. I, I mean, I, I wish people, especially here in the US, were a little bit more concerned about privacy and, and data and control over their data. But, you know, maybe was that ever a concern for you? Was, were you thinking when I was making this product, like, hey, I want to put privacy first? Because, I mean, in hindsight, it looks brilliant.
1: Yeah, we, we, tried, to, we, tried, to, we tried hard to make the product safe. Meaning, meaning sure. that you can you can set the specific access rights to the specific groups so or specific users. Everything can be can be controlled, and and you have a log of everything who who has seen what, who has accessed what with what parameters and stuff. So sure. if you if you want to audit your report use, you can you can do that.
0: Sure, sure. And, um, you know, to to be clear, I mean, you guys aren't collecting any data, you know, other than the licensing when somebody buys it, you know, the e-commerce required information. Correct? Yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect. And I've got to assume, you know, with the the landmark privacy regulations, like in the United or in the uh, EU, you've got GDPR, general data protection regulations. Uh, Here in the United States, we've got the California Consumer Protection Act and similar states have made similar legislation here. Uh, everybody should be concerned with privacy, you know, and who has access to their organizational data, um, you know, because I, I, you know, it's going to become a bigger issue for businesses both now and and in the future. So, I think that's great, man. I mean, that's that's one of the solutions I look for. I like hosting my own data. I love hosting uh, or my clients hosting their own and having control over it because it just seems today everybody wants access to your data. And my DBR is saying, nope. Here's the tool. Use it how you want. We don't really need to know how you're using it
1: yeah and and for reporting it's always always good to own your own data because yep in order to run the company you need you, you need the, your data you need to able to see the data you need to be able to learn the data and that's that's what my db is for
0: yep yep i often say right place right time and in a format that you can understand it Uh, All
1: your your numbers.
0: Yes, yes. And, you know, so many uh, financial professionals that are here, maybe we talk about some of the use cases uh, and and where and how this is being used here as well. But, you know, for for our listeners, a lot of people are CPAs. They're building financial statements. They're used to compliance-driven reports. There's a way an income statement needs to look or a balance sheet. And you can do all of that in my DPR. But one of the things I really think is great is, I could put this in the format that the CEO wants to see it in and understand or make decisions for their business with almost no effort. You know, it's, it's just turnkey in that way, you know, versus other reporting solutions, let's say like QuickBooks or zero, no discredit to those folks, but you're locked into a lot more specific formats with my DBR. I mean, again, it's, it's a, it's a painter's palette. You can paint whatever reporting picture
1: you need. And my DBR is built on the, on the web, web standards. So, everything 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 is that is available available in the web browsers is available in in myDBR. so
0: sure, sure. Uh, what are some of the use cases you're seeing? What types of reports um, you know from the, from what you can glean because I know you don't collect a, a lot of data. but from your perspective, you know from the questions that people have asked or I'm sure you get tons of pre-sale questions like, hey, can I use it for X, y, Z? you know, from your perspective, what are, what are some of the most popular use cases for,
1: for well, my DBR? Well, well, usually people, usually people st- start with the basic reporting. So they pick up a reporting, my DBR for, for some basic reporting. Once they sure. see what, what they can do with it, they start using it with different things like dashboards or, or some, some use it as a full development because my DBR is not just for reporting. You can actually edit the data or add new data. Yeah and create <clears throat> create web applications based on that. So someone someone some users are using for that and then some users are using it as a technical JSON or XML gateway, meaning that my, my DBS sits in, in between between some systems and translates translate data from one system to another. So <clears throat> sometimes we are quite uh amazed what people use it for because it, 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 it's such yeah. a all purpose
0: tool yeah yeah i, I would really of, kind of, of say course,
1: of course the bit the road is in the reporting and that's that that's the core functionality in it
0: yeah I, I would really say kind of virtually any business i mean everybody needs data to run their business to make informed decisions and company product customer sales reports great um you know, Seppo, I'd love to talk a little bit a little bit later on here. Uh, you know, you and I have gone back and forth about how this could be used for something like capital budgeting, you know, and the ability to create comments and accept budgets and do revisions. And I mean, it, it's so cra- crazy, wonderful with how you can use this product. Uh, cool. Well, let's talk about, you know, some of the DBR differences and things that you could ultimately use this for. Um you know, I think some of the editing is fantastic. I, I think it's not just simple like, hey, download an Excel. Uh, there's lots of particular functionalities that could be added to it. Uh, one of the things I think is really kind of cool too, is that you can also integrate this product into other applications as well. And I think we're gonna talk about that here in a minute in terms of authentication, um, you know, before we move on, is there really kind of any other kind of DBR differences that you're really proud of that you want our audience to know about?
1: Oh well the data editing of course is is the is the key and and the data editing is yeah is there to add value for the for so many many times when you create reports you need additional things you might you might have profit and loss statements where you do not have the uh, all the information so you you so you create editable reports that where you can fill in the rest of the data or you have budgeting you want to Edit your budget budget figures without sure. without sending actual sheets throughout your organization and, and getting them back and consolidating the data. So, so all that makes it a, makes a, makes a huge difference on on the on the efficiency.
0: Cool. Yeah, I completely agree. We'll talk more about that editing here in just a minute. Uh, you know, one of the cool things I like about my DBR is the fact that it can be used with. In my opinion, you know the two most popular databases that are out there, uh, which are MySQL and MariaDB, kind of in the same vein. They're really cross-compatible with each other, and then also Microsoft SQL. Um, you know, do you see one being more, you know, like easier for you to work with than the other, or or anything particular on the databases that you you, you think would be relevant for us to know?
1: No, for for us, for us, the databases are. Uh, uh, are, are quite similar. So of course SQL Server has its own strengths and MySQL DB yeah. have, have their own strengths on the licensing and on the technology side, but but it's it's up to the customer what, what do they have. In addition to Maria DB and MySQL, we also support Sybase databases, both both the, the ASE and the and the and even the old anyway. Yep. So.
0: yep. And that probably is a good time to, to bring up our next review question and polling question here. Uh, what databases does my DBR support? And, uh, we'll go ahead and launch this here. And, and Sepo, I think you already said it, but pretty much all of these are, are supported here. Uh, but, uh, and I, I think that's great. I mean, for those of you who, who maybe uh, aren't as familiar with databases, I mean, what this basically is, it's is agnostic. Um, you know, whether you choose to have, you know, your, your applications running in a, in a Microsoft environment or a more open source, MySQL, MariaDB environment, you could do either or. Uh, and a lot of your bigger accounting products, especially, I mean, micro, people don't realize this, but Microsoft's a heavy hitter in the accounting space. They've got Great Plains. They've got Microsoft AX. They've got Division. They've got uh, Dynamics 365 Business Central. I mean, they've got a ton of accounting products. Guess what, folks? All of those are running on Microsoft SQL Server. You know, So any of your mid-market accounting and high-end market accounting uh, products uh, are already using Microsoft SQL. I mean, so that tells you you could drop in MariaDB right there and be able to extract and, and populate data into your reports and, without. And,
1: and, and you can even even do it like so that you can extract data from My, My, MySQL, MySQL server and MySQL at the same time in bringing. The, if you have a if you have one system in your company with, with that runs with the Microsoft SQL server, yeah. then one with the with the MySQL server, you can combine the both in the same yeah. report.
0: Yep, that's kind of the remote server functionality, right, Seppo? Yeah,
1: and and of course you can use the also the uh, built-in features on the database. So Microsoft SQL Server has the linked servers you can yeah you can connect the databases. So there are plenty of options there.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's fantastic, and you know, you know, I didn't have a spot for this right in the in the presentation, but I think it'd be a good question to ask nonetheless. Um, you know, obviously, we're seeing cloud everything these days and SaaS everything these days. And uh, truthfully, I, I try to minimize myself if for our company and our clients, SaaS applications, software as a service as, as much as possible. Uh, any any comments on that? I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, for example, you've got the non-relational databases like the Mongos. Uh, I'm thinking of like uh, DymoDB from AWS or, or some of the Azure services there. Are you seeing any any requests from your clients for any of the the let's say cloud accounting solutions and or well, non SQL? Well,
1: well, the cloud you have to distinct on the cloud whether you're you're running your own database server or running the database yeah. in a in a cloud, and that's the and then the whole other thing is that if you are using a a system that has just the front end for you and you don't have the access to your own data. So that's the that's a difference. If you have your data, if you can access your data in the cloud, then you can use PyDBR. Sure, sure. If you ha- if you are using a closed system where you only have a well web UI, yeah, and you don't have the access to data, then then things can become a bit bit more tricky.
0: Sure, sure. I, I've had some situations like that, and I've used uh, ODBC tools, open database connectivity. Uh, my personal favorite uh, is this tool called c Data. You know where you can extract cloud data and then replicate it to a SQL database and many, we'll do your reporting from there.
1: Many companies offer APIs for that as well.
0: Sure. So sure. You,
1: can, you can extract the data and run the reports from, based on that data. So that that will be that that is a working solution as well.
0: Sure, sure. Folks, cloud doesn't always mean better. So I mean that's that's. Uh, Uh, You know, in in some respects, you always want to choose the right tool for the right job. And, uh, you know.
1: cloud is is usually a good thing. Nowadays, you don't have to run your own servers. You can put the servers in the cloud. Yeah. Yep. And that's fine.
0: Yep. Uh, Do you ever anticipate like any, you know, let's just say um, out of the box connectors for, and I know I'm, I'm asking you to, you know, think about maybe the future here. And I guess the answer is we'll build it if there's enough need for it. But out of the box connectors for for any of those solutions is that ever anything you guys have guys ever thought about.
1: Well, it's it's we try to concentrate on Midea where the Midea adds value. We don't try to make Midea do everything that someone else is doing better. It, there are plenty of uh, plenty of connectors in the world, sure. in, like the tools that you mentioned that that are doing a great job. We we encourage people to take advantage of those tools that are good at that and use my day for what it's it's good for.
0: Hey, you know what? I think that's wonderful, man. Right place, right time with the right tool. So that that works for me. Uh, Well, Seppo, why don't we go ahead and talk about a couple of specific uh, buckets of functionality that I think would be really interesting, which I think are uh, authentication and integration, the parameters that you can use to build kind of the specific reports you're looking for uh, some of the output options and some of the, uh, the way that we can edit these reports. Yeah. So from, from your side, why don't, you, why don't you, talk a little bit about how this tool could be used inside the context of a, of a business uh, and some of the integration options that you can use.
1: Yeah. When, when you have a system in house, whether it's an ERP system or a, or a financial system, you, you often want to, Want to log into the system, and MySQL offers very a variety of options. How how to log in, how to authenticate, and how to integrate MyDBA with it. So the basic, the most straightforward one is to use MyDBA login, meaning that DB handles the usernames and passwords. Yeah, and that's the that's the basic use case. Yeah. Then if you have your own ERP solution or ERP solution. You can do single sign-on, meaning that meaning that the logins that you use in your ERP solutions. When you log into your ERP system, my DB is logged in as well with the with the data coming from the ERP. So meaning that it knows the <coughs> knows who user who the user is in the ERP system, knows the credentials in the ERP systems. So. You don't. Be, users don't have to know, know and create and maintain other set of us- usernames and password because it's it's the same one. Yep. MyDB offers a single sign-on protocol where you can add add authentication to your existing system. And yep. or you might or you might be using Microsoft Active Directory. My MyDB supports Active Directory out of the box, so you just put it put put in the configuration and point, point to the your AD, AD server and MyDB will authenticate through the Active Directory. Or you can even create your custom login process, whatever that might be. Or if you are concerned about the safety, if you open up MyDBA entity out of the outer world, you can use two-factor authentication
0: Yeah, for listeners of CPA Today podcast, you all know that I am a big supporter of two-factor authentication. Use it whenever you can. Uh, It really does make a big difference between whether or not you'll have a data breach or not. Uh, The myDBR system I've always found to be very secure, uh, but that doesn't change the fact that uh, you know, for example, you could have Bob in accounting just not you know taking care of his passwords and sticking a post-it note on his desk. You know, and he might have access to a lot of privileged information. Well, TFA always can help reduce that risk.
1: Yeah, and in- enabling things like two-factor through, through authentication is just a click on the box on, on my DBR, yeah. and off you go.
0: Yeah, you've made it, I mean, just bonehead simple, and that's what I really like about this. And I mean, there's lots of stuff too, like user, uh, you can log when users are logging in and out, where they're coming from. I mean, uh, as you mentioned, the two factors, just a point and click and get that started, or even the integration with these other products, you know, if you're using Active Directory, I mean, why why, why make your users hold another password? Just integrate it in, add the keys, you're off and running. I mean, he's done the heavy lifting for you, which I think is fantastic. Now, Sepa let's talk a little bit about the parameters. And this is something I think is super helpful to help people understand logically what their reports look like. And maybe it makes sense for you to share your screen, show us a couple of different reports and some of the different parameters that you use. Uh, But folks, what we're talking about here is, you know, there's going to the report and then there's actually filtering down to get the data that you need. I mean, and what's great is that my out of the box supports a lot of parameters. So if you need to create a report that allows you to search for a specific customer name or specific class on your income statement, or a start date and an end date, you can do that. I mean, it's not an all or nothing thing. You can be surgical with this tool to find exactly the data you're looking for, which is one of the things I really like
1: about it. Yeah, maybe it automates the uh, input parameters as well. So, so if if you define that, okay, you want to have data range, date range in your reports, so meaning that you can choose the last quarter or last quarter or last ten days or last year or specific date range. You could you just define that, okay, there will be start and start and end, end dates and my D-bell will create a, create a, a parameters for you with the date pickers and all the all that stuff or you might have multi select list where you pick and this and this this and this uh, continent will will and this and this thing will be included in the in the in the report all those are available checkboxes radio buttons or the complete fees meaning that if you search for product or whatever
0: yeah just starts to fill it out
1: all range because oh well, but it must anything that that is available
0: yep yep you know folks what's great about that um and i i this is a really a good time to emphasize this when you have your staff that need to go and they need to run reports, they often are not going to be at the same level of sophistication as the person writing the report. Uh, So the person who puts together the report, I mean, they need to have some technical knowledge. They need to have at least rudimentary understanding of how SQL is written. That's probably the main one there. I mean, you could even have a separate person that sets up and installs my DBR, but the person writing the report is usually going to be a technical person. Your end users, though, they're not. I mean, they're staff accountants, they're managers, they're executives. The parameters here are bonehead simple. You know, okay, you go to the report you want, start date, end date, division of the company, employee name, product name, and you've now created a system where they can self-service. And that's one of the things I really love about this is you've created a system that people can self-service. Instead of having to go back to the person who normally writes the report and says, oh, this is great, Steve. Can you now get it to me for this month or last month? I can just say, hey, go to my DBR, put in the date you want, and it'll spit out the data that you're looking for.
1: Well, we've been using, well, we've been creating my Bear for, for the last 15 years. I've never heard a customer having to keep, having to arrange training sessions for the end users to use my DBR. Service. Wow,
0: that's cool, man
1: probably probably someone
0: has but we haven't heard it so i've i've done really basic stuff mostly just orientation like where and how to find things uh you know there's but you know it's it this is uh uh through no fault of my dbr it's mostly the end users you know i've found that even just an hour of just basic here's how you log in uh, and here's how to use it and how to export reports it usually will eliminate uh most of those questions that come in but it yeah. is from my um, opinion it's very intuitive
1: and and things like that, you can sort, yes. sort out lists and things like that. So click click on the header; it will will, will sort those, those tiny tiny yeah. tips.
0: Yeah, How about the how about the favoriting of reports? You know, you can find a report and click favorite. I mean, so that you can have your own list of the reports you use most frequently.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. It's also little like tips and tricks. I feel that I mean, you might be able to go run your basic reports, but some of the smaller details I think uh, might might be over. Uh, um, you know, that, that can really benefit the user and really make them love the solution. Now, in terms of exporting of the reports up here, I, I mean what's great is my DBR doesn't have to be the end all be all solution here. Um, most of the time, especially financial professionals, they feel most comfortable. Their, their spirit animal is Microsoft Excel. Uh, so one of the things I love is that my DBR is there when you need it, but it'll also step aside when you want to pull the data down and p- Take it into another format. Uh, you can extract this into whatever format you might want. Uh, maybe you could speak to some of the major formats here and in, in what they mean to the uh, solution.
1: Well, probably the two, big, two biggest, the most most wanted one are the Excel and, and the PDF format. So you, you want to have <laughs> you want to have the data in whether it's an Excel or CSV. Yeah. And 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 run it and run it through within Excel and, and PDFs, you want to print out whatever that might be invoice or some formatted layouts that you want to print out with PDF. Then on, on a technical side, you can also export it into the XML or JSON, meaning that those are usually used with the machine to machine. So if sure. you have sure. install, other, other server might just read it Read the data with within XML or JSON, or you can even even export it to X, A- SQL.
0: Yep, yep. So, I've never so, used the SQL output myself, but everyone, every one, every other one of these I've done. So,
1: yeah, it's actually quite useful. Sometimes you want to take the data and put it in sure, then or something like that. So.
0: Sure. You need populated data, seed data. I get it. Uh, You know, for our audience, here, some of the main ways. I mean, Excel and CSV are probably the two most common. Excel will bring the formatting options, the colors, the styles that you've selected. I love CSV, comma-separated values, because it's just data, just text, you know, which is great. Uh, the XML and JSON, I've actually used, Seppo, uh, your tool to produce the sitemap for a couple of different web projects that I've done, uh, which is the index that Google uses to figure out what pages should be on their web mm-hmm. results. You know, And I could get a lot more granular with what should be used in Google than I've seen in other products as well.
1: Yeah, you can do that as well.
0: And PDF, I mean, it's a no-brainer there. I mean, I've got template letters, form letters for clients, uh, labels, name badges, uh, table tents. I've done so many different things that require like a large mail merge that you would normally download the data, write the thing up in Word, and then merge the data together. I can just do straight inside of inside of my DBR. So I think that's fantastic. Now there's also Seppo. Tell us a little bit about some of the other reporting elements that you got here. I mean, I mean, it really is. I mean, you can make whatever type of reporting picture you want here. Uh, maybe shed some light on some of what these things could do for you. Yeah, <clears throat> MyDB
1: automatically outputs things like in, in like in a table format. So sure, if you if you run a report without any formatting, anything it it will produce scroll tables that you can sort out and and things then you have scrollable tables meaning meaning that you want to stay some columns will stay put when you scroll left to right like like in excel or you want to want to have cross tabulation we can we can show you some examples on that later page views meaning that instead of tables it will it will produce them by records accordions tab tabs you can Format the layouts, and of course, with um, my DBS, well, plenty of plenty of charts built in.
0: Yeah, you, I, I think you've got, I think three charting libraries.
1: Yeah, three charting engines there, and and with the well, plenty of plenty of different chart types. So so, and you can all all those are customizable. And of course, since it's since <laughs> since it is a web-based product, you can take advantage of the web services, meaning you can integrate Google Maps or OpenStreet Maps or yeah. pretty much any any. If you want to have, uh, let's say, you want to have currency converted, you can use online currency converters and and get the data from the from the web in your reports. So sure.
0: Sure. Yeah, you just do an API call, an application exactly. programming interface exactly.
1: Exactly. and
0: pull it down. Yeah, that's great. And I've done that a few different ways with different projects over the years where I've got to, you know, pull down external information, weather, you know, something like that, you know, that makes the report more useful.
1: Yeah, my DBS is, is on the web, so it, it can take advantage of anything in the in the web. So you can embed it or take use in the reports.
0: Yep. Well, I, we've got about uh, 10, 15 minutes left here and I think one of the killer features I think we should spend a little bit of time on and I, I would love your thoughts on this and I think maybe this is a good time to maybe either show that your. Uh, your uh, budgeting example or your income statement example are some of the incredible things that you can do with editing because my DBR we've been talking to it as a mostly at this point as a way of reflecting information out learning from your data, but that's not the only thing it can be used for, you know, we've kind of hinted at the fact that you can also use this to edit and maintain data from these different systems. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on how we can use my DBR to maintain data, edit data, curate data inside of our organization.
1: Yeah, let's let's take budgeting for 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 example, because that's a, that's a well prime example of how, yeah. how things. In many organizations, budgeting is done in a way that financial department. Uh, creates an Excel template and sends the Excel templates out to the out to the organisers, and whether it's a business or business unit managers or what, and then request the information to be put in. Then <clears throat> the BO owners send in the fill in the Excel and send them back to the finance department, and then they consolidate the data and see okay, we need to cut ten percent or add more revenue, and then the second round of budgeting goes on. And that, after three or four rounds, everybody gets tired of on, on doing that, <laughs> yeah. and the final department finishes the figures by themselves. That's usually how it's done. With the editing ca- capability in MyDBR, you don't have to send anything. You just offer, offer the um, business managers and a UI where they can fill in the data and you can see the data live. No, no sending, no, set, you don't need to send any, any Excel to organize and get them back or consolidate the data because it's automated because it's everything is in the database. You just calculated in. We can take a quick example on that. Sure, Of you can. Of course, the editing can be anything. You don't need, to, well, you can edit pretty much anything. You can send files to my dbr, you can distribute files throughout the MyDBR, whatever.
0: Sure, sure. If you've got that ready to go, feel free to share your screen. Show us what that might look yeah, like. With...
1: Let's take a simple simple example of of a let's say I'll just write the screen. Perfect. So Let's take an example of, of the budgeting. So here's a sample organization chart where the business owner should enter the budgets. And the green ones, the market with the greens, the business owners have completed the budgets, but there's the one business owner that still has some, some work to be done. So this is the view for the, let's say, for the management of the company or the finance department seeing, okay, it's almost done, and when the when the business owner he has his budget and and it's almost done. It's just he just needs to fill in the salaries for the this year. So there's an increase of salary of six six thousand or whatever for this year, and then you add a comment higher. Uh, a designer, and that's done. The budgeting is done from your part, and then you can notify the financial department. Okay, I'm done with the I'm done with the button budgeting. And then when the financial department sees the data, it's all green, meaning that the, all the budget is done, and then you can. Do the second round of budgeting if needed. So, so for the end users, it's just filling the data, nothing to be sent. You don't need to send the Excels round, and finance department don't need to gather the information or 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 consolidate the different Excel sheets together.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, folks. And you can,
1: of course, the organisation structure. You can put in anything here. So if you have whatever cost or personal data, or whatever, you can attach different reports in the. Everything can be linked together. So any any report in MyDBI can be linked to any object in the in the in the report. So every uh, if you click on something, you can add more information.
0: Yeah. In, in it- I think it's important to note too when you were showing that um, the budget information, we saw a column that said actual cost. This is reading. I just want to make it clear to the audience: this could be reading from your systems, whatever they happen to be, in real time. You know, yeah. so as the data changes, you'll see that data change and present it exactly. here as well.
1: Exactly the the use of the current data is is well, is essential that you know the, know your data.
0: You know, as, as somebody who's been a lifelong accountant and financial professional who's done budgeting in all different types of way, I mean, uh, what you've created, I mean, even though this is not the intention of the product, this is core focus is better legitimately than almost every uh, budgeting product that I've seen on the market. And I've seen them all, you know, so. Yeah.
1: And since you can customize the budgeting process the way you like, how, how your company do, does the budgeting. Yep. You can- you can pretty much do it, do it. Yep. In, in of hours.
0: Yep. And any yeah. report, folks, can be customized inside of this. Uh, so if you need to update something, you can do that, which is fantastic. It's not a one way street here.
1: Yeah, I can show you another other report on the how. It, sure. How it, uh, so let's take an example of of a profit and loss statement, where we have a here we have a scenario where where we have. Two separate companies within a group, within okay. a group, each of them having their own financial system, and then what you need to do is consolidate, consolidate the uh, PL statements from from one company and the other, and adding things into the PL statement. For example, here we have a two companies, Company A and Company B, with their respective PL statements, and then you want to have a group. PLS statement with additional things like group allocations, since these are the company data. So you might have group allocation coming from somewhere, saying, "Okay, this this is the amount that you need to consolidate." Yeah, you it just, could
0: be uh, insurance costs, profit sharing, something yeah. of that nature. Yeah, you got to split it between your entities.
1: Yeah, you know, or well, admin costs or whatever. Sure,
0: sure, sure. It's just good. Okay.
1: 67 percent of of the cost will go to company a and 33 percent goes to company b and then you combine the data and you will get the group group PLS statement with the with the group allocations in it that's awesome and of course since my is a reporting system you can click on okay see okay you know that the ID costs have gone down from the last year you can click on the click, click on the ID cost yeah you can click on the on the cost and see what the individuals accounts are. You could click on the account and see what actual yep actual items behind that.
0: Yep, you know and that that consolidation functionality is unfortunately lacking in most of the small products. I mean, you really don't get into a good consolidated accounting system that can have multiple entities until you get to the mid. To upper mid, and certainly the enterprise market for accounting solutions, but it's not uncommon to have multiple businesses that you need to consolidate into one parent statement, and yeah. that's a difficult yeah. manual process for people.
1: Yeah, and often, often there are company specific items that you need to put into the statement, yes. and the PL statement itself might be different from company to company. So, so having the ability to do custom reports quickly. Enables you to do the do the consolidation quite easily. And of course you get well, if you want to show the compressed form of the BL statement, you can do that or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. You got a lot of flexibility here. I, I mean, and that's that's the probably the key takeaway that I would leave. And we're just about out of time and um but I do want to run through one or two other things here. But that would probably be the key thing I'd want you folks to take away with is the fact that it is just so flexible you can design this any way that you might need to be to be i I mean there's never been a single project that somebody has come to me and said hey can i do this and i haven't been able to do it my dbr i I sound like a my dbr fanboy and i am because it's one of those products that really does fulfill on its mission and i mean you spend about 10 minutes and then you fall in love with it you're like
1: Uh, and i'm not paying you so
0: no no you're not no you're not (laughs) I,
1: i came to you and said
0: i this is one of the very few products I was like, well, I shouldn't say few. There's a lot of products I like and 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 that I and I only feature the stuff that I really do enjoy that I use in my day to day life for my clients. And I mean, I've, I've said this to you before. I mean, it's the point now I don't use and build my own reporting functionality. I mean, this is just well worth the money, time and effort to get in play. Now we're just about out of time here. I do want to mention just a few things and then we'll go ahead and wrap up here and have our final review question. A couple of my personal favorite functionalities um, that we didn't have time for, but I do want to mention just because they, but they didn't have a spot to fit in earlier. One of the things I really, I I love is the fact that you can schedule stuff. uh, You can schedule whatever reports you want with whatever parameters that get delivered by email automatically, you know, sales reports, new customers, things of this nature as well. I love that you could do templates uh, so you can kind of separate the logic of a report and the visual appearance of a report. So you could do letters, invoices, and and just make it really easy. I think that's a really great option. And the fact that you can make things look any way you want. And one other feature and Seppo looked at it a minute ago is the linking. I think the fact that you can link one port to another, as he was doing with the budget as well as the income statement, you could drill down to whatever you need it to be, man, to find exactly the data that you want to, to If make you have project. a
1: chart, you can click on the chart and um, yeah. specific on that, uh, yep. that part. Of
0: the chart. Yep. And- now, uh, as our last thing here, I do want to mention just with respect to the options here for licensing. And I just want to point out that DBR has made it so easy to get in and they've got f- and made their licensing so easy and transparent. It's not a, a SaaS product, although it very easily could be in terms of its per user per month pricing. Um, they offer really kind of three major types. They've got their community license. And if you want to get started with this and just see if this is a good solution for you, guess what? You can get in and you can use this tool. It's a couple feature restricted, but it's almost the entire product for $0, a zero euro to be more specific. Uh, But most of you are going to want to go straight to the premium license, which is at 129 euro, which is incredibly reasonably priced. And with that, you get all the features and functions that most businesses are going to need, the exporting of of data. Uh, But I would say the access to the support team is fantastic. Um, If you have any issues, you can reach right out to their team and and get answers. Uh, And then they also offer their OEM license, which is at 395 euros, which gives everything, everything, uh, including things like Redis support for faster querying and uh, the ability to embed this into other applications and white label it. I just want to say, Seppo. I mean, you have just made a very approachable and affordable product that makes it a a, a pleasure to be able to recommend to other people.
1: Yep that, that that's that's the aim. Yep. And yep. Uh, you can always try it out. Yeah. Yes, you with, can. With zero cost, you could just try it out. And if you have a person to put, put it put it up, it won't take long to to set up set it up and try it out.
0: Yep. Yep. And in fact, if you're interested in getting started with my DBR, you can do it for free as you know, that community license, which is $0 does have a few restrictions on what you can do with it. Uh, but I, I would say it's in, in both in form and substance, it's pretty much the entire thing. Um, and you can get started for free with it. And if you're interested, check out the first episode of this series, which is available also for free at CPE today. And you can also find it on YouTube, Facebook, and other places as well to talk about some of the nitty gritty details about how you get set up. And we also have a blog article coming out here shortly, uh, with a let's call it a a a abbreviated step by step guide on how you can actually get this started for your business. But just watch out,
1: and you will find demos on the MyDBS site if you want to see see how it looks like and what different features. Just check check on the MyDBS website.
0: Your documentation's excellent. Uh, I mean, it'll take you from, from start to finish and with really, really well-written documentation on how they, each feature and function works.
1: Okay.
0: All right, folks, that does bring us to the end of our podcast for today. Before we go, though, we do have one final review question. What type of reporting project could you use MyDBR for? Is it reporting from your accounting system, reporting from your CRM system, reporting from your ERP system? Seppo, what do you think it is?
1: It's all of the above.
0: Absolutely, you can do that and more. So many different options with respect to how and where you would use this product and tool. It, it's so flexible. So today we talked about some of the major features and functions of MyDBR from the eyes of the man who created it and his team, and some of the different ways that we can use it for organizational reporting, and some of the major capabilities that we think are really useful uh, for you. Editing reports, some of the different parameters of reports, some of the limitations that are gone when you choose to use MyDBR. Now, Seppo, we mentioned uh, this when we were kind of doing the episode planning here, but I, I think I got to do another episode of this later this year, to specifically to drill in on your budgeting uh, process that you kind of proposed here. I've been thinking about that a bunch since you and I talked.
1: Certainly, so that that will benefit a lot of a lot of people.
0: I think so too. I think so too. So not immediately, but stay tuned if this is a series that's interesting, we'll notify you when it comes out. But we're, I'm thinking later this year, we when we start looking at some of the budgeting processes for businesses that we talk about how we can use DBR for uh, budgeting inside your business. Now, just as a reminder, if you're watching after the fact on our podcast, again, you can earn credits for watching or listening. Just head on over to cpetoday.com. Our course code today is DBR2. Again, that is DBR2. You'll take a short five-question quiz, and you can earn a credit for today's class. And again, if you're a first-time listener to the podcast, use coupon code 13podcast to check out. You can get a credit of your choosing, whether it's this class or any other class if you like lastly please consider connecting with us on social media or following our show wherever you happen to receive your content you can find us just about everywhere at cpe today uh, and we'd love for you to leave a comment let us know what you think of today's class and whatever else you might want to learn in the future uh, seppo how would uh, people want to connect with you out of curiosity is there a, an easy way for them to find or just head on over to, to mydbr.com
1: everything I've been found on, on, the, on the website. So. So we, we love, the, love the feedback. So any, any feedback will, will be appreciated. So
0: Perfect. Well, Seppo, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much, my friend. I, I appreciate your guidance and thoughts today. Um, look forward to seeing you the next time around. And a big thank you to all of you who tuned in and launched live, as well as might be watching after the fact. Thank you for coming to the office and learning a little bit with us today.
1: And Steve, always a pleasure talking with you.
0: Absolutely. Have a great evening, sir. And thank you to all of you. Take care.
1: Bye-bye. Bye.